Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So I am just going to jump right into this episode by just talking about some life life updates with me. I actually got um, some of you guys like asking me to kind of talk about how my first week of school went because obviously when I talked to you guys last time, um, I hadn't started school yet. So yeah, I guess I have a bunch to update you guys on. Um, I don't know. I mean, school so far has not been bad at all. I guess like I kind of had a bit of a negative, not a negative, I actually had a positive mindset going in, but I just didn't think that it would, like, I just had so many worries, obviously, and that's normal, but, like, I don't know, I guess after pretty much not being in school for a whole year, like, that, I I guess I didn't know what to expect, who I'd have, like, who I'd have my classes with, Um, although I did actually figure that out anyways before I went to school because, um, I can actually go to my school email and then there's like a trick to, for me to look and see everyone in my classes before they like school had even started. So I actually knew everyone in all of my classes before, which was kind of a great, great little trick to have. And um, yeah, it was, it like gave me comfort just knowing like who to expect in all those classes because not knowing is a little bit scary. Also guys, I'm trying to like, the more that I'm, listening to other podcasts and then listening to mine back like I realize how much I say the word like and also other words like obviously or I don't know what other phrases do I say even I don't know I say that a lot and I'm trying to like part of that is me needing to just slow down when I talk so I'm trying to slow down a little bit if you can't notice and see if that helps me a little bit because people like Emma Chamberlain her podcast is great because she has a she has an interesting way of of talking I feel like it's just so like plain and simple and you can tell she doesn't cut it she kind of just talks and it's kind of perfect like I aspire to be at that level where she just talks so clearly and so nicely that it's it's like it's really like pleasing to listen to and I don't want you guys to like be listening to my podcast and be like girl like slow down or stop saying like so much so hopefully me talking slower um is not going to be super annoying for you guys but honestly I recommend listening to my podcast in general at 1.5 times speed or even like 1.2 if that's an option for whatever you're listening to this on because I actually like the way that 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 sounds better maybe that's just me but I know like like a lot of people um speed up YouTube videos and things like that because it's it's just like nicer to like not waste your time trying to like listen to people talk and get to the point like if you're looking up like a tutorial video on YouTube some people just take forever to get to the point and I've found that on YouTube the speed up feature where you can control the speed or slow it down whatever is super super helpful and super nice so when it comes to podcasts I've listened to my own podcast at like 1.5 times speed or even two times speed Sometimes when I'm just like trying to re-listen to it, make sure I didn't make any mistakes and it's like just more enjoyable to listen to it that way. So if you guys are listening right now and you're listening to this on normal speed, try it sped up a little bit and see if you like it better. I don't know. Maybe that just helps it flow. Um, With that though, I am really trying to just become better at my speaking skills because I realize I get carried away. I talk too fast um, and then... I just don't 
make sense or I'm throwing in so many unnecessary words that just don't need to be there. Um, so yeah, working on that. Let me know if you could notice any sort of difference. Honestly, I'm only a couple minutes into the podcast, so we'll see how long I can make this last because I'm very accustomed to the way that I already speak, but I'm trying to make it a little bit more enjoyable for you guys. So anyways, back to school. I get so distracted so easily. Um, back to school, I... I, yeah, so I kind of had an idea of what I was getting into beforehand because I knew, like, I had compared my schedules with my friends. I don't have any classes with any of my friends except for one, one friend I have four classes with, um, and I, I might have mentioned this last podcast because I had known that already by then, but, uh, because we are, like, the only two people out of our friend group taking AP classes, like, everyone else is taking super easy classes because, you know, we're seniors and no one wants to take hard classes except for a few people, so, um, the fact that we're the only two out of our friend group that are taking hard classes is why we have so many classes together, so that is great to have just someone that I know, um, and I'm comfortable with. Obviously, at this point, like, I, you know, I don't have a ton of friends at my school, which is by choice. I just don't really vibe with that many people at my school. Um, I'm friendly with a lot of people, but that's, I don't count that as being friends, you know, Um, maybe just like acquaintances. But anyways, there's just like very few people that I can consider like good friends at my school. Like really, I have one best friend at my school and then some better friends and then acquaintances. That's kind of how it goes. Uh, at this point, I do know pretty much everyone in my grade, so I'm not worried about that. It's just, like, I feel more comfortable knowing that I have a class with, like, a best friend of mine. It just makes me feel more comfortable. It makes me, honestly, just feel nice having someone to walk to class with because I don't like walking in the halls alone. It's kind of scary, honestly, which is weird because I am now at the top of the school. Like, I keep forgetting that there is no grade above me, and I am the grade that, like, some people are looking up to or even afraid of that might sound like a little egotistical but honestly when I was a freshman I was really scared of the seniors so I know there are some freshmen like me who are like oh she's a senior at least that's what I'd like to think (laughs) it's kind of fun to think of it that way like wow I'm at the top of the school this year um but anyways yeah I I I like the idea of being a senior, but I don't feel like a senior. It's really, really weird. So, um, my classes have been pretty good so far. Like, despite me taking five AP classes, which some people are like, girl, what are you doing? Even my counselor is like, I have no clue why you're taking five APs. And I'm like, thanks. Like, you should be encouraging me, honestly. You should be encouraging me. Um, always gotten a little bit of a weird vibe from her. Like, she thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, well, I don't actually care what you think. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, despite me taking five AP classes, my workload, and obviously it's literally the first day of the second week of school for me. Um, so it's going to, it's going to ramp up, but my workload has not been terrible and I can tell it's not going to be terrible. One thing that's really nice is I'm taking AP stats or AP statistics is the longer version of the name. It's just an AP math class if you don't know what statistics is. Um, And the teacher, first of all, super nice, super cool. He's from New York. I really like him. He doesn't call on people, which was like my biggest fear because math is like my worst subject. Um, That and science, but like math, it's just never been a good subject for me. And I was really worried about getting a teacher this year that would call on people because first of all, it's an AP math class and math is literally my worst subject. Like I was taking a risk with this one, but 
I, you know, and also it's just, you're expected more, like, I guess to, you're expected to be faster in AP class. So I was worried about that, but this teacher literally was like, yeah, I don't grade you guys on like the way you raise your hand or anything like that. I know some people don't like to raise their hand and volunteer. So, so far he's been super chill. Like he's only set up a seating chart for us for the first couple weeks until he learns our names. And then he said we can pretty much sit anywhere, which is super nice. Um, and I have like all of my other AP teachers. So I'm taking five AP classes and then I have like two electives basically. Um, and all of my teachers so far have been great and not too scary. Very nice. There's no teacher that I can say I hate. There are teachers I love this year. So honestly, with my classes, I feel like I have a great schedule. I'm very happy with my schedule. The only class that I'm worried about, which I I like the teacher, she's super nice, but I am worried about AP Spanish, which I talked about in my previous episode, I'm pretty sure, because I am not extremely fluent and I'm not fluent in Spanish at all, but I, I came from Spanish three, so I've had three years of Spanish experience, but the fact that there are like native Spanish speakers in that class scares me sometimes because I'm like, okay, they're probably like judging me because I'm this like white girl who's <laughs> not that great at Spanish. And the thing is, I, I feel like I'm actually good at Spanish, but when it comes to being called on in class or having to speak Spanish out loud, that's when I freeze up because it is so nerve-wracking trying to speak Spanish, knowing that there are like native speakers in the room, literally the teacher is a native speaker, and just when everyone is looking at you with someone who deals with anxiety like already, like speaking in class speaking a different language is scarier because you worry about how good your accent is if you're even saying it right if it makes sense like it's scary so and this teacher unfortunately is someone who like really calls on people and it's a small class too so I think she wants it to be more like just everyone volunteers and everyone knows each knows each other which will definitely get better throughout the year but it's just it's a little bit scary right now because I'm like super insecure about the way that I sound when I speak so yeah but I've been understanding literally everything that she said so far so it's been great um but yeah enough ranting about my classes I just want to say overall it's been pretty good and um I don't know it's it's been nice to get back to in-person school I never thought that I would think that because back when I was online last year I was like I don't know how I'm gonna go back to in-person I'm gonna hate it but honestly it is such a relief and although the world isn't back to normal yet, it gives me a little bit of sense of normality and comfort just knowing that at least I can go to school and at least um, at my school we actually wear masks. I know some schools don't. Some schools in my state, like the school that my mom teaches at, don't require masks so no one wears masks there. Thankfully, my city issued a mandate for everyone in my district to wear masks. So, um, as much as, you know, masks are frustrating, I am so grateful that we have to wear them in class because I already know multiple people who have gotten COVID and I'm like, yeah, okay. It makes me feel good that like everyone is wearing a mask and most people at my school are vaccinated. Um, at least the people that I have classes with, I know a lot of people are vaccinated, which makes me feel a lot better too. Um, and obviously just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean that you're not going to get COVID, but it it just makes me feel better knowing that there is a, a stronger level of protection there. So I'm very grateful for the masks, although it does suck 
not being able to see people's faces and stuff, I think it's 100% worth it because I, the last thing I want is a school to get shut down for a couple weeks because of COVID cases or whatever. Like who knows what this winter is going to bring. I am a little bit scared about the spike in cases that we're going to have this winter because it's already getting bad. So we'll see with that. But enough of COVID talk. It's tiring to hear about. I get it. Um, I am just, I'm doing fine at school so far. It's been fine. And it, it's exciting thinking about all the stuff that I have ahead of me. And I'm just really excited to graduate. It's literally the second week of school, but (laughs) I am excited to graduate. I know I've got still a long year ahead of me, but you know, I can only dream about graduation. It's honestly, it's going to come way faster than I think it will, which scares me. So I'm just enjoying it while I can. Um, but yeah, the one thing that is so frustrating about school though, my school the student parking lot is a mess after school what's weird is our our school is like one big piece of property where we have the main you know just the school and then the back parking lot which is for like faculty and just anyone but students and parents and a tiny tiny little like there's like five spaces in the front of our school but the rest of our school there's no parking so you have to go across the street to the like second piece of the school's property where they have like the tennis courts and the football stadium and all that it's like split up because my school is in the city so it is like split up into different like sectors um so you have to cross the street quite a bit to get to things Uh, Not in the main building, that's all one thing, but just to get to certain sports areas. The student parking lot is across the street from the main building, and it's not a huge student parking lot. It's not tiny or anything, like there's enough space, but honestly, it's been so busy this year that it is horrible trying to get out of the student parking lot. I literally sat in, in the parking lot trying to get out the other day for 15 minutes almost, because there's just this long line of idiot people who take forever. Everyone's blocking each other. Everyone's, you know, trying to drive and and push their way through, you know, tiny spaces in between cars because they want to get in the line first to get out. Like, it is so frustrating. And we only, we have two entrances out of the student parking lot, but it's just like really slow getting out because it's on to like kind of a busy road. And so there's so many cars going by and it just takes forever for everyone to turn and it's just a mess. So that's one thing that has been super frustrating, but enough of that. It's probably very boring for you guys to hear about this. I just had some people ask me like, hey, like how did your first week of school go? I want to know. And yeah, short answer to that is it went pretty well and I get to go home early on A days. We have an A, B day schedule. So tomorrow is an A day. I get to go home early tomorrow. Very excited for that. And yeah, it's really not been bad. It's really not been bad, but you know what? I will check up with you guys in a couple weeks because who knows? Like it, it might get really busy, really stressful. We'll see. But with that, enough about me. I'm going to get into a little bit of advice. Um, obviously, I'm slowing down the advice segments just because I see so many repeats. But like, please send in as much advice as you want. If you want to follow up on something that you've asked me before, feel free. That's actually what I'm going to start with today. Someone asked me um, for more advice on a situation that I had just given them advice on. I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, but just some backstory. This is the girl who had a boyfriend, Jake, and said he was going through a lot of pressure with like exams and family issues 
and so they broke up. And here's the update to that. Hey, Sister Spill, it's me once again. I recently told you about my ex-boyfriend, Jake. I've been trying hard to follow your advice, and it just seems to be getting worse. You don't have to put this in the podcast if you don't want, but I think I need more advice. Jake told me that he's having a hard time choosing between me and his crush, Hope. He left me for her a while back and never told me about her. I'm really hurt by his actions. I'll ask him if he's okay, and he won't ask back. He'll leave me on scene and say hurtful things and argue with me about stuff. He says he cares, but he really doesn't show it. My friends tell me I should block him and not talk to him, but I still love him a lot. But he just doesn't seem to feel the same. He hurts me countless times, and I forgive him every single time. He always points out my my mistakes, but he never thinks about his. I'm getting fed up with him, and I just don't know what to do anymore. He says he loves me. I don't see it. I constantly tell him it's okay and apologize for my wrongs, but he never does the same. He apologized once. I apologize more than once. He hasn't been getting the hints lately. I mean, he still hurts me more and more. I tried using my words, but he isn't listening. I'm really hurting and he just keeps repeating it. Like, he says sorry and then expects that to heal our relationship. He brings up hope almost every second. I'm mad at him, but at the same time, I still love him. He's been forgiven, yet he keeps pushing my buttons. Do you have any advice on what I should do? Okay, so that was packed with a lot of information, a lot of emotion, and a lot to deliberate and talk about. I just want to share a piece of advice that I've been hearing a lot recently that I've never really thought of before, but has hit me, and that it's the first thing that I thought of when when I was reading your DM, is actions are louder than words. And if he is not showing you with his actions how much he cares about you, he can literally say whatever he wants. It's easy to say for some people, not everyone, but it is, is easy for a lot of people to say things, especially over text or social media or Snapchat or whatever it is that they don't mean because you can say, oh, I love you so much, even to your best friends or whatever. But then in person, you're not super close or you never ask them to hang out or you don't act like you love them so much, if that makes sense. Like, it is very easy for people to say things virtually because it's not to your face or just even use their words because words are easier than actions, you know? You can have someone tell you that they love you over and over and over again, but if they're not acting like they love you, forget everything that they're saying, their actions are not connecting with the way that they're they're speaking about how they feel about you. I mean, it means nothing, and this sounds harsh, but it means nothing if someone's like, hey, I love you, if they're literally treating you horribly in person with their actions. Like, again, actions speak louder than words. You don't want to fall for someone who is saying, hey, I care about you so, so much, I really value our relationship or our friendship or whatever it is, and then they don't invite you to go somewhere, or they didn't get you a gift for your birthday, or they talk bad about you behind their back, or they go and get with another girl. Like, all of that should override all of the words that they're saying. So no matter how much they say, I love you, I care about you, I really do think this about you, it means nothing if they're not actually showing that and actively showing you that they care about you. So Jake can say all he wants about how he 
values your relationship and he does care about you and he isn't meaning to hurt you and he still loves you, at the end of the day, those words literally mean nothing if he is not making you feel that way. He's not. And obviously, you have so many mixed emotions about him because you have your love goggles on. And that sounds funny, but it's a phrase. I was listening to my favorite podcast, Pretty Basic, last night, and they were actually doing advice, um, an advice episode. And they were talking to a girl about uh, some situation that she had, and they were relating to their own personal experiences. And one of the girls, I can't remember who said it, said something about having love goggles on because they can't, you know, they're seeing things a little bit blurry because they have their love goggles on. And I was like, that is genius. Like, love goggles, that is such a genius phrase because that really encapsulates how a lot of people feel. When they are when you're someone who is in love or you really like someone or you have like an infatuation with someone, it is so easy to have those love goggles on. And what I mean by love goggles is that you don't see all of their faults or if you do, you forgive them so easily because you have this blurred vision. You have something blurring kind of the way you're thinking because you are so in love with the idea of them or even just them in general that it is so hard for you to see or accept anything bad about them. And I have fallen victim to this with pretty much everyone that I've ever like had anything with because I am someone who gets attached really easily. I will fall hard. I will romanticize an idea of someone in my head. And when it turns out that they're not the person that I have been thinking they are, it it hurts because I, I've had my love goggles on the entire time. So any red flag I see, anytime they hurt me, I'm just like, oh, it's fine though because I care about them so much. And ladies and gentlemen and everyone, we need to stop doing this because I I don't talk about my personal life that much as far as like anyone I'm talking to or, or friendships that much just because I know some people that know me will occasionally listen to this podcast. And so I do I I don't know. I guess I feel weird talking about it, but let's just say I had a recent experience where someone was not who they I thought they were and I ignored so many red flags and and forgave them for so much that in the end I ended up hurting myself. I mean, they hurt me obviously, but I ended up hurting myself too because I had this idea of them that, you know, they were going to change or I were going I was going to make them change or they did care about me but I just I was in the wrong. Like I wasn't I wasn't seeing it or I was overreacting. But that is so wrong. That is so wrong and I've learned a lesson from this person because I am now realizing that actions do speak louder than words. This person would tell me that they cared about me or that, you know, they weren't going to hurt me or that they were being patient with me or whatever it was. But any time that I would see them in person, I just never felt like good enough. I didn't feel like worthy enough or that they truly did care about me. It was just a vibe. It was a feeling in my gut that it just wasn't working and that they didn't care about me. And I let it go on because I just wanted someone, you know, and that's not right. It's not right. And I've learned so much from that. And I, you know, as much as the situation sucks, it this is why people say that every person is like a lesson, you know, whether it's good or bad, like you shouldn't have regrets about things like this that happen because they do happen. And 
at the end of the day, you learn something from these situations. And so I'm passing my recent knowledge onto you that actions do speak louder than words. And I'm sorry to break it to you, but you have your love goggles on, love goggles on, and they're really thick. You know, your, your vision is really blurred right now because you, you just keep, like you said, keep forgiving him for everything that he's done to you. But think about it this way. One of my friends actually asked me this one time, but is is he bringing more negative energy into your life than positive energy? Because it seems like it is overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly negative with him. Yes, there are those positives. There are those things that keep you tied to him and keep you going with him and keep you thinking, you know what, it's going to be fine and he still cares about me or whatever. But I promise you, the person that actually cares about you, the people who actually care about you, you'll know they care about you. You don't have to worry about them caring about you because you just know. Anyone who gives you mixed signals or is being back and forth with you, on and off, confusing you, they're just not right. They're not right for you. And I know that's so hard to hear because I am someone who listened to people give me this exact same advice and just didn't want to listen. But I'm telling you now from a person who just doesn't want anyone else to go through a similar situation, please let him go. Please let him go because I promise you he's doing you more harm than good. And if you let him go, as hard as it is going to be, it shows that you have a certain respect for yourself and that you're holding other people to higher standards, the standards that you deserve. You don't deserve people who give you mixed signals, leave you for other girls, proceed to talk about that other girl, and then lash out at you, say hurtful things to you, ignore you, and confuse you and manipulate you just to keep you around. You don't deserve that. You deserve so, so, so much better. And when you finally come to terms with that and yourself that's why a lot of people say you can't you know you have to love yourself before you love someone else like it is kind of like similar it's a similar concept where it's like you if you are secure in yourself and confident in yourself you should respect yourself enough to let this person go because all they're doing is dragging you down and you deserve something better. So I know that was kind of long and kind of deep, but I can tell how much this is hurting you and it is not a good situation to be in and you don't want to be back and forth, back and forth with him. It's clear. If he cared about you, you would know. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't care about you at all. You know, he he has no feelings towards you whatsoever. No. It just means that he doesn't care enough about you to the point where you deserve him in your life. You know, you deserve someone that's going to give you their all, not 10%, you know, and he's giving you the bare minimum. The second that you walk away from that and let yourself let go, you're going to see a significant difference in your life. It might take a little while, it might hurt, you might want to go back, but I promise you it is for the better in the end. And I think that with Jake, you need to let him go because you are only hurting yourself by by accepting his apologies, telling him it's okay, trying to be understanding with him. At the end of the day, no matter what is going on in some person's life, it does not give them the right to treat you horribly, and what's going on with him is not okay. 
the fact that he's leaving you unseen, he's saying hurtful things to you, he's arguing with you, he's not showing you that he cares, that tells you everything you need to know. If you were reading this from someone else's perspective, if one of your good friends was telling you this story or they were in this situation, I guarantee you, you would be like, hey, you need to leave this situation because it's so bad for you. So give yourself that same respect, give yourself that same advice, follow it, and see how your life changes. And it's way, way harder than some people realize. And I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do to let go of him, but it's the right thing to do. And, you know, maybe you're not ready for that yet. Maybe it's too hard to let go right now. And I understand that. So take your time. But as long as your end goal is to, like, distance yourself at least from him, I think you're definitely going to see more happiness in your life. Because, like I said, all he's doing is dragging you down and you just deserve it so much better. I promise you, you deserve so much better. So that was my little rant. Not rant. I don't want to call it a rant, but it, it was it was a long talk. And I hope that that was helpful to you, at least a little bit. But yeah, um, next we have a voice message. Hi, Sister Spill. So I want to have some advice on friends. So we have this group of three friends. I have them in school and stuff. Like They're like my school friends. One of them lives in my neighborhood. Let's call her Angelina. Angelina has this best friend, let's call her, I don't know, um, Jolie. Her and Jolie are, like, I guess pretty close. But, like, her, Jolie, and this other girl, they all live on the same street. And, like, sometimes I feel kind of left out because I know they carpool and stuff after school. But, like, they never really invite me to carpool with them, so I don't want to just carpool with them and, like, be like, can I carpool with you? Because I feel like it's rude to ask. But, yeah, I, like, they hang out without me, I know, a lot. And I'm trying to get closer to them. But, like, also when I ask, like, Angelina to hang out, she's like, oh, sorry, I'm with Jolie, or I'm with this person. I don't want to be like, can I come? Because I don't want to be rude. But sometimes they're toxic, so I just need help, like, just, like, if they're toxic, like, should I drop them? Because, I don't know, they just do, like, toxic things and, like, leave me out, but I don't know. Also, Angelina, I'm closer to her than, like, most of my other friends, even though we're not really that close. But her and these other three girls, like, we're all three friends. But I feel like they, like, leave me out and stuff. I know they hang out multiple, they've hung out multiple times, like, without me and stuff. She's been like, oh, yeah, I've hung out, like, she tells me. And I don't know, sometimes I feel like they don't like me and, like, like they kind of, like, leave me out along with, like, the other group of friends. So they're kind of toxic. Angelina's from Jolie. I thought we were friends, but now she's, like, started, like, becoming friends with, like, the popular people. And, like, I have a class with her, but she barely talks to me. And I just, I don't know, I feel like she thinks I'm, like, annoying and stuff. Just, I just need advice. Like, should I drop my friends like, or not? Like, what should I do? Well, I definitely feel you because I've been in certain situations that were similar to this in that I've felt left out before or just that people didn't like me or didn't vibe with me as much as I wanted them to. And my advice to you in this situation is kind of feel it out for a little bit. I mean, I don't think that there is any perfect answer just from the knowledge that I've been given because you never know. Maybe there is just like some sort of barrier that maybe they think you don't like them. Obviously, that's that's not super likely, uh, but you know, you never know. Maybe there's some sort of thing that is reciprocated from their side that you don't know about. Um, and so feel it out. And if this stuff is still going on, I would say personally, this might be a little bit hard to hear, but a lot of times when I've had these gut feelings that like, oh, this person doesn't like me or it doesn't even have to be that they don't like you, but just that they're not interested in being friends with you. I've kind of been right. Not 
always a lot of that is just anxiety and like my thoughts getting in my head and me being worrisome because I am a very worrisome person but there have been occasions where I've just been like oh you know what like looking back on that now I realize those people just didn't really want to be friends with me and that's okay that does happen and it might take you a a little bit to find your true friends or the people that you actually enjoy hanging out with but I'm telling you now that these girls are probably not going to be your good friends and if they are it's not going to be at this point in time because if they were you would click with them instantly you wouldn't have to try and insert yourself into situations like you would just be in those situations you know instead of you worrying about asking them to hang out like you'll know when you're really good friends with someone or when they really like you because you won't have to worry about that. You'll just be hanging out with them, you know? It's it's hard because some people also will jump to conclusions. I am someone who has done that before because I am such a worrisome person, so make sure that you're you're not jumping to conclusions and and getting too much in your own head like, "Oh, what if they don't like me? What if this? What if that?" Like I would say with things like the carpooling or them hanging out, and not inviting you try inviting yourself one time or try carpooling one time and just see what their response is sometimes the response can tell you everything if they seem super reluctant to invite you or have you there then you can be like okay i sense that they're not that interested in being friends and from then on you distance yourself and if they seem to not care that you're distancing yourself then you know like they never really cared enough in the first place And that doesn't mean that you won't find other friends because you definitely will. There are so many opportunities to meet friends throughout your life. And I'm sure you're young, you know, middle school or high school. So I promise you, like, a lot of people that I've talked to, they haven't lasted. Like, I've mentioned before in freshman year, I bounced around a couple different friend groups. I didn't have any friends necessarily, but I, I jumped through different friend groups trying to find friends and I just knew it wasn't right in my gut, but I stayed because I was like, you know what, maybe it'll get better. Maybe they'll start talking to me more, but it was just obvious. They, they didn't vibe with me. I didn't vibe with them and that's okay sometimes. It, it takes a lot of trial and error to find true friends sometimes and even to this day, there are people who I'm like, yeah, like they're a cool per- person, but I can just immediately tell when I'm not going to be really close friends with someone because some people are just you just don't vibe with them. They're not on your same wavelength and that's okay, you know? Don't worry too much about trying to fit in with these girls or be their best friends because at the end of the day, if they want to be your friends, they're going to show you that they want to be your friends. Again, that's why I say that thing to the to the last person is actions speak louder than words because they'll show you that they want to be your friend. They'll invite you to go places with them. They'll invite you to carpool with them. And if they're not actively doing that, then either something's wrong and you don't know what's going on and maybe you need to ask them about it or they simply just don't see you as as someone who they can be close friends with. And that might be hard to hear because it has definitely been hard for me to accept sometimes that maybe people just don't like me. But you know, just because someone doesn't want to be your close friend also doesn't mean that they don't like you. That is something you got to be careful with is because, you know, there again are multiple people who I know who are great people. They have great personalities and I just don't have interest in being friends with them, but it has nothing to do with their character. 
it just has to do with the fact that we're not aligned in that way and I see them as cool people, someone who I talk to in the hallways or in a class, but nothing more than that. And that doesn't mean that I hate them or that I don't like them or I think they're weird. It just means that I don't vibe with them and sometimes that happens. So, you know, from their perspective, maybe that's what's going on. At the same time, they could just be brats who are trying to be popular and they're leaving you out and they're being rude about it, and in that case, like, definitely drop them, but like I said, I would just feel out the situation, maybe try talking to them a little bit about it, don't worry about going into, like, a deep conversation or starting any drama or anything like that, but sometimes having a conversation and being like, hey, like, why don't we all ever hang out, and just seeing what the response is, if they seem really fake or whatever, then you kind of have your answer, but if they seem like, oh, I guess I didn't realize we haven't been, like, inviting you places, that the response will tell you everything you need to know. So definitely feel it out, see how they react to you trying to insert yourself into situations. Don't be afraid to do that because you just got to try it once and see how they react and then you can decide from there whether or not they're people who you want to have around you. But I definitely say in the end, surround yourself with people who make you feel good, not people who make you feel judged or left out or bad about yourself or insecure because I've definitely had friends around me who were not true friends who have been like after not being friends with them I've, I've looked back and been like ah that was not a good friendship because I, all I was trying to do was impress them or make sure that that I didn't lose them but at the end of the day the true friendships are going to be natural easygoing easy flowing ones and it might not be these girls it might not So just keep looking around, keep talking to new people, and who knows, maybe you'll meet a new best friend, or maybe things with these girls will work out. But again, my biggest advice is just feel it out. So hopefully that helps, and I would love an update from you at some point. All right, so that is all the advice I'm giving for this episode. Uh, Again, feel free to send me any advice in that you want. It's, you know, whether or not I put it in my podcast is a question, but I will always respond to advice. So I want to move into some tea. This isn't really tea, this topic that I'm going to be talking about, but it is tea related, I guess. It's, it's a, I call it, I call a lot of things tea, but it's basically a buzzing topic right now. So what's going on is Addison, Addison Ray released her first movie, which first of all, I'm pretty sure we were all a little bit shocked, confused, surprised when she announced that she was going to be in a movie because a lot of people never knew that she had an interest in acting. To be quite honest, I'm not confident that she had an interest in acting until she became a TikToker or until she got this this offer to be in this movie because, you know, honestly, a lot of us, if we were offered to be in a Netflix movie or try acting, I'm sure a lot of us would say yes. I can't speak for everyone, but at least me personally, I know that I would take up that opportunity, even though I am like a shy person and acting is not something that I've ever been interested in or good at, I still like trying new things. And if Netflix came to me and was like, hey, we have an acting opportunity for you to be a lead in this movie, I'd be like, heck yeah, like I'll just try it at least. So I don't blame her for taking the role, but I also see the frustration that people have with the fact that these influencers get these jobs so easily and it only furthers their career while other people who have probably been dreaming of getting a role like this for years who are way more qualified and more talented than Addison they're you know left in the dust or whatever you want to say about it so I really do understand the frustration that people have where it's like how is Addison Ray getting a role in a movie she's not even an actor you know 
why? And, and she's not a singer, so why is she making music? It, it's kind of the same thing all around, and it's something that we've seen in the influencer world for years now, is all of these people trying all of these different things in different industries where they, quote-unquote, don't belong. And I, I do have mixed feelings about that because I feel like at the end of the day, if you are one of those influencers, it is very tempting to try all sorts of new things. And if I were them, I can't say that I wouldn't try and make a song or or be in a movie or make a skincare brand. Because when you are in that position of power, you have so many people around you, so many resources, so many connections, so many people offering you things and deals and asking you to set up a merch shop or whatever. And it is so hard because it's tempting. You just want to try everything. So we need to be a little bit easier on these influencers when it comes to them making music or starring in movies or whatever. At the end of the day, that is super cool. The fact that Addison landed a Netflix lead role and she is still so young and she has done this in such a short amount of time. It's crazy. You know, it is crazy. And she's rumored to be going to the Met Gala. Obviously, uh, the list that I, I discussed in the last episode was not realistic. As far as we know, Charlie D'Amelio, James Charles, Nikita Dragon, Jeffree Star, none of them are going to the Met Gala, but it is actually rumored that Addison Rae will be attending. We don't know if that's true yet, but just letting you guys know, any list that you've seen going around is not accurate. It's been made up, uh, but who knows? We'll see. I don't even know when the Met Gala is, so I'm not sure when we'll find out who's actually going to be there, but I... I honestly wouldn't be that surprised if Addison Rae was there just because she has made a name for herself. She hangs out with the Kardashians and the Kardashians go to the Met Gala. So it is kind of not surprising if she is invited. But regardless, I think we do need to be a little bit easier on on influencers and social media stars, YouTubers, TikTokers, whatever, when they try and start all of these different things. Yes, it's cringy doesn't mean it's not cringy or unwanted or just unnecessary or they like you know half of them really don't have talent but at the same time we got to just stop hating on people the second they say that they're trying something i'm sure a lot of you guys would jump at the opportunity to try all the things that they're trying so we we need to not be hypocrites and just be a little bit more accepting when it comes to that however does not mean that i think addison should be able to just like easily profit off music that is mediocre at best. You know, I don't think that her song is very good. I think she has an average voice. It's not even a good voice. Like, and that might sound harsh, but it's it's not. Like it's she's not like a horrible singer, but it, she's just average. And meanwhile, I see so many talented people even just on on my TikTok for you page who I'm like, "Why aren't you doing concerts? Why aren't you recording in the studio right now?" You know? And meanwhile, people like Addison Rae get to release a song and they get millions of streams on it or Dixie Emilio and they're just average they're just average and I don't know that's how I feel but it doesn't mean just because it's frustrating doesn't mean that they're not allowed to try music you know it sucks that like they get so much more attention than than people who have more talent than them but at the end of the day it is their choice it is their ability to just go out and make music and if that's what they want to do and if it if it makes them happy then you know what that's whatever. We need to stop bashing them so hard for that. Doesn't mean that I like Dixie or Addison's music because personally I, I am not a fan. But 
you know, same goes for Addison's acting job. I do think that it is very impressive that she did land a role in Netflix's movie. Uh, the movie is called He's All At, He's All That. If you guys didn't know, I watched it the day it came out. It was on Friday. So what day was that? Was that, I literally don't know what day it is today. The 30th. Okay. So Sunday. Okay. Wait. So was it the 27th that it came out? Friday the 27th? I don't know, but it was this previous Friday and I watched it because it just, you know, it was on the trending page and I saw something on Instagram about it being out. So I told myself when I saw the trailer and learned that she was going to be in the movie that I'd watch the movie because I, I was curious about her acting. I wanted to watch it, wanted to give it a chance. So I did. The movie is not good. I didn't expect it to be good, even seeing the trailer, because it is just a carbon copy of so many other chick flick teen quirky movies we have seen this same story or a similar story so many times so it is very predictable but at the same time i i have to admit i am kind of a sucker for these kind of movies even though i know what's going to happen or i can predict most of a movie like this i still fall for these like romance movies because they're just you know they're entertaining and there's nothing wrong with that doesn't mean they're good though and this was this was one of those movies wasn't good it wasn't good (laughs) there were so many things wrong with it there were also multiple scenes where i just caught mistakes or even when they were in the car there were some car scenes where the green screen looked awful like obviously they don't drive in regular cars at least a majority of the time when they're filming movies or, or tv shows um because, you know, safety hazards and also it's just easier. So, you know, they film uh, in a still car and then they have green screen that they put in the background of a moving background. So, you know, obviously it looks like you're actually in the car driving, but their green screen job was awful in this movie. I could just, it just didn't look right. There was also one scene that people were making fun of on Instagram where Addison her character in the movie is called Paget. Uh, Paget was handing out some flyers and it was like not even just like a little bit obvious, like extremely obvious that at one point there was a shot of her handing out flyers where she wasn't handing out anything. She literally was just doing the motion in the air and you can see that there's nothing in her hand. So it's like I watched that the first time around and I was like, what? in the like they kept this in the movie willingly like knowing it looked that stupid and then later like a day or so later I saw someone post that clip on Instagram and I'm like glad I'm not the only one who noticed that because that was really ridiculous looking uh but yeah the acting Addison isn't a good actor I'm not gonna say she's a good actor but she's also not as bad as I or as one person would expect her to be for having no prior acting experience. She definitely could have been worse. I have seen worse acting before and she really didn't do a bad job. I just don't think that she's good at acting and I don't think that she has potential to be this amazing award-winning actress. Uh, I definitely think that it's only her first movie so she can improve and a lot of it does have to do with the writing and the fact that it was just a ridiculous movie in the first place it was super cringe like what I don't understand is when Netflix puts out these movies that are like it seems like they're targeting middle schoolers and elementary schoolers even but then they throw in mature things like uh they said the f word in it they said the s word in it like 
you know, random cursing that it's like, okay, so if this isn't for elementary and middle schoolers, but it's an elementary and middle school vibe, why? Like, I don't, I don't understand who the target audience is here because if it is teens my age, I'm sorry, but it is so immature. No one acts like this. Super unrealistic. Like, I could rant all day about movies like this because it just, there's so many bad things about it. It's so cringeworthy, you know? And it confuses me when Netflix makes movies that are so, like, kid-friendly and then all of a sudden you're watching it and then they're like, F this, F that, or they make like sexual references, and I'm like, huh? Like, what what are you going for? Because you're making this like really weird kid immature movie, but then you're dropping in like a couple things to make it seem mature. Like it, it's super conflicting for me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Addison's acting was not horrible. Like I said, I don't think that she's ever gonna get to a point where it's like award-winning, super great. I don't know how how many other movies she's ever she's gonna star in in the future or what is in store for her acting career. I just personally at this point don't see her as a great actor, and that doesn't mean that she can't improve. There's always room for for improvement, but from what I've seen so far, it's not much more than like what an average person could do, you know. So. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. I just thought that the movie was obviously very cringe. I watched the whole thing, but it wasn't, it wasn't like the worst movie that I've ever seen. It just, you know, you, you get what you get with it. You get what you expect, right? Like no one was expecting this like really, really great movie, obviously, because it's just a dumb Netflix chick flick, you know, like we know what we were in for. And so, like I said, that's what I, what I don't blame Addison for is the writing because obviously she was told to say a bunch of ridiculous lines it's just a cringy movie so obviously she's just doing what they've told her to do and acting the way that they've told her to act which is immature and and silly like she's just doing what they asked her to so I'd love to see her have a role in a more I guess normal or mature movie like you know nothing like a Marvel movie I do not think that she would deserve to be in a Marvel movie at least not yet um but you know, something like uh, a comedy or something that's kind of on the level of like, I don't even know, I can't think of a movie, like something that's, I guess, more serious. I would love to see her in a more serious role because I feel like that definitely helps bring out someone's actual talent because when it's just like a silly, immature, chick flick romance movie that everyone's seen a copy of before, like a version of before, you know, you you get what you get and that's what you're expecting. It's going to be cringe regardless. Like, even if Addison wasn't acting as her character and someone else was in her place, like, I'm sure it would have been just as cringy. The fact that Addison is in it is the reason that people are hating on it so much because they don't like that she's acting in it. But I have to admit, like, her acting isn't all that bad. I just would love to see her in a more serious and mature role uh, and see what she can actually do with that. So, I don't know. That's those are my thoughts on He's All That. If you guys haven't seen it yet, um I didn't really spoil anything about it, but it's nothing special either. So, I would suggest watching it just so you guys can form your own opinions and at the end of the day, it, it's an hour and a half. It's not that much time and it, it is a form of entertainment. I don't like I don't feel like it was a waste of my time because I was interested to see it, but uh you know, 
you can kind of know what it's going to be like but I, I would suggest watching it and letting me know like what you think of the movie if you guys have the same thoughts as me or what I just feel like people need to be a little less harsh on Addison because at the end of the day like she landed a really big role she didn't do that badly and we should be proud of her even if we're not fans of her because I'm not but doesn't mean that you can't be proud of someone or, or excited for them so yeah that's that on Addison's new movie um something else that I wanted to talk about was my confusion with the whole I'm so confused about where the sway boys stand because last time I talked to you guys about how Bryce was upset with the rest of the sway boys for well at least Noah and Blake for moving out without him and moving into their own house together and then kind of just like ghosting him and they unfollowed each other and then all of a sudden they were at this like activity that I guess their management set up for them and some people were saying like oh the sway boys are only back together because like this was a pre-planned event that they just had to go to Bryce mentioned it saying that it was going to be awkward having to go to this event and so I was like okay like hearing that like I can see why they're all together because it was just something that their manager set up for them but then they started posting like TikToks and pictures with each other and like, you know, Josh and, and Bryce are in North Carolina. I don't know if they're still there, but they were the other day uh, together and they were like at the gym together. So I'm like just super confused. Like it was literally like all of Sway together besides Jaden. He wasn't there. Um, but I'm just like, huh? Like you guys are so confusing because what was all that drama for then or are you guys not on good terms like it is it is so confusing so I don't know I guess we'll see if anything else comes out about that but I'm just like really lost because it seems like there's always some sort of drama with them and they were like completely split up and now all of a sudden nothing speaking of splits uh Amelie Blake's girlfriend and Avani Anthony's girlfriend um, but you know, they were like best friends. I'm sure a lot of you guys were aware of that. Amelie and Avani were best friends. They met because of TikTok, I believe. Um, and they were, you know, they had like at least a year long friendship where literally they like seem like ride or dies. They would talk about each other a lot. They literally loved each other from what it seemed like. And then a couple months ago, uh, we kind of got some small hints about them not being friends anymore. And Avani finally, I guess, confirmed it confirmed it when the paparazzi approached her and was like hey are you still friends with Amelie and she was like no you know we don't talk anymore and that was that was it she didn't you know the paparazzi was actually good because he didn't like pry her or anything um but she didn't say much about it at all so I'm just curious about what happened between them because it is so hard I I feel like Amelie is such a cool person at least she seems like it which is that's you know that's the danger of social media is you never actually know what someone's like over social media because they can put up all kinds of fronts and act like a completely different person than they are in real life so you never truly know especially with influencers who've never met in your life and all you have is is to judge them off of whatever they put out uh but from what Amelie has put out, I've always thought she seemed like a sweet girl. I really appreciate all of like the political activism that she does because she talks about some really important topics that no other influencers talk about. Like I know she's actively studying, you know, she's a student studying Arabic and some cool things like that. Uh, so I really admire her and I, she seems like a sweet, unpro- unproblematic girl. Um, and then Avani, I've never had anything against her. Like... So it's very confusing because I'm like, here we have two sweet girls, like, 
what happened between them? It just seems so weird how you can go from being like best, best friends to just not being in contact anymore. Um, some people have sp- speculated that there's drama between like their boyfriends, like Amelie liked Avani, or sorry, Amelie liked Anthony, Avani's boyfriend, or like the other way around, like he liked her or something went on between all of them. But I'm just like, I don't know. For some reason, I can't just can't imagine them getting into some sort of big drama. Uh, they did really well with like keeping it off of the internet. So, you know, clearly we're speculating because we don't know anything about it, uh, which is, is nice that they like have handled this offline. But it's still so hard not to speculate and wonder like what did happen between them because I'm just so lost, you know, so lost. And I'm not going to pick a side, obviously, because we don't even know what happened. But it is very confusing because I'm like... I can't even imagine either of them doing something like horrible or wrong to the other. I don't know if that's just me. Maybe I'm alone in that, but I don't know. It, it's just, I guess it comes to a shock or it comes as a shock to me. That was a really weirdly word sentence, but you guys know what I mean. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what has been going on recently. Uh, that's kind of all the tea I wanted to talk about, and then something random just to end this podcast episode. I have never been a Kanye West fan, listener, anything. I've known who he was. I knew he was married to Kim Kardashian. I've seen things of him having mental breakdowns in the news throughout the years. Obviously, I know who he is. I've heard his most popular songs, and I don't think he's, like, bad. I think he's very talented, but that's about it. I've never been a fan. I've never paid much attention to him, whatever. Obviously, a lot of people have been talking about his new album, Donda. I'm pretty sure it's Donda, not Donda. Yeah, it's Donda. Uh, because it's kind of been this meme where like Kanye always says, hey, I'm about to drop the album, and then he never drops it on time. So that's been kind of a big thing on TikTok recently is like joking about when when Kanye is going to drop the album because he had like an original date that he just never followed up with and you know a month later or whatever he finally dropped it the other day and I guess that prompted me because of all the buzz around it it prompted me to actually listen to the album and I'm just curious if any of you guys are music fans or have listened to his new album what you guys think about it that can be your little exit ticket for the podcast if you listen to um to this podcast episode all the way through dm me and let me know what you think about kanye's new album personally i think there are some really good songs on there um i know a lot of the artists that like are featured on it just because i am a fan of rap so i I do listen to a lot of rap and i know a lot of them and i really do enjoy a bunch of songs on there but he just is such a confusing person to me i i want to learn more about him because there are so many devoted fans being like this is album of the year easily like he's such a legend this is amazing but as an outsider who has never been a fan of him i'm looking at this and i've never been more confused like first of all it's a really long album there's so many songs on there second of all his album cover is literally just a black square and all of his names they don't say who's featured in the song anything it's just a blank title doesn't say who's in it Like, that's a little bit frustrating because there are a few songs that I was looking forward to listening to because of who's in it, and I, like, just have gotten so confused trying to, like, look through the songs, trying to figure out, like, who is in what song because it doesn't say, and it just seems very, like, scrappy, like, just very, like, messily put together, which I guess is kind of 
Kanye's style and and I know he had a lot of pressure on him for getting this album out but at the same time I'm confused because a lot of people said that this album was dedicated to his mom I mean it is I guess but I'm just like it just seems like he would put more into it or maybe I'm just misreading him I don't know like I said I don't understand Kanye so if any of you guys have some insight to give me I would love to hear it because this man confuses me um I definitely think there are songs on there where I'm just like, this is not good, but there are definitely some really good songs on there, so I don't know. If you're a rap fan, I think it's worth a listen if you haven't listened to it already, Uh, but with that, I'm going to end this podcast episode. It's been a little bit long. Feels good to do a long episode again. Uh, DM me what you think about Kanye's album or Addison Rae's movie, He's All That, on Netflix, if you listen to this podcast episode all the way through. If you want to ask me for advice for next week, come on, pour it in. Let's get the advice section glowing. What What am I saying? Let's get this advice segment flowing. This is why I need to talk slower. Flowing again with brand new, really creative, fun situations. Tell me about school. Tell me about your school crushes. Tell me about worries you have. Tell me about your future plans. Tell me a funny story. Like, come on, guys. I want, I want this to flow again (laughs) so um you know the drill already if you want advice in the next episode everything that you need will be in the description of this podcast episode and if you want the transcript so you can read as you listen to my podcast episodes I do have a website that is also linked in the description of my podcast episode where you can just click on it and it's not very accurate because it's just computer generated and I don't have time to go through that entire transcript and fix it. But if you want to just like read something or skip to a certain part and you, and you want to be able to find it, I do have a transcript for a couple of my recent episodes so that you can just click on it and read through. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I will talk to you guys next week.